Hola, hola. Soy Dylan. Carlos here. The Imperfect Tense Recap. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming. This is Dylan. What's the good word, Pod 101 World? Welcome to another edition of the Verb Conjugation Series coming to you on demand from SpanishPod101.com. You'll plug in those headphones, turn up the value, download the PDF, and get ready to learn all you need to know about how to conjugate verbs in Spanish. And how to use them as well. Dylan, today we have a recap lesson. We made it through our second set of conjugations. The imperfect seems so much clearer now. So we're going back through which lessons exactly? We're going to look back at lessons 20, 21, 22, and 23 to make sure that we've got a clear picture of how the imperfect tense of the indicative mood is used and formed. Me parece muy bien, Carlitos. Vamos a hacer un repaso. Así es, un repaso. Now, even though we're going to recap what we've been looking at, I think we should still cover the formation of more verbs in the imperfect tense. Uh, no doubt. Did you have any particular verbs in mind? Claro. ¿Y cuáles son? They are trabajar, comer y comprender. Okay, okay, so that's trabajar, to work, comer, to eat, and comprender, to understand. Hey, man, your vocabulary is pretty good. Thanks, thanks. Now you just have to learn how to use it. Well, that's why I have the PDF for this and all of the lessons that I study at SpanishPod101.com. I would think the PDFs would help. They do, because listening to the lessons is good. But you know what? It's only one thing. To learn a language, you need so much more. Entonces, amiguito Carlos, ¿qué es lo que estudiamos en la lección 20? What did we look at at lesson 20? Well, lesson 20, we looked at the imperfect tense past durations. ¿Y qué más? What else? Well, thanks for the title of the lesson, but what exactly does that mean? Oh, we never know the starting point or the ending point of the action. Okay, so what comes across? Duration. Thus, imperfect tense, past durations. Nicely done. Thank you, thank you. Well, how about an example? An example, you say. Hmm. Hablaba por teléfono. Which means? I was talking on the phone. See? So, we don't know the starting or ending point of your conversation. We don't know how long you were talking. So, what comes across? Well, once again, that will be a sense of duration, profe. Excellent. How about if I wanted to say, yesterday I was cleaning my room? Mm, ayer arreglaba mi cuarto. Nice. So, what do these examples have in common? Well, we know that they happened in the past, just not for how long. I think working on this series is benefiting you, Carlos. Dylan, how could it not? Nice. So, after that, in Lesson 21... We looked at how the imperfect tense of the indicative mood can be used to express courtesy. How could I forget? Well, you've obviously forgotten your lesson in manners. Man, we talking about that went in one ear and out the other. So, Carlos, I have a question for you. Shoot. Why is the imperfect tense used to express courtesy? Well, if I remember correctly, it kind of seems more polite than it does in the present. Do you remember the example that I gave? Yeah, the one at the restaurant, right? Yeah, that's one. ¿Qué deseaba usted? And what does that mean? What would you care for, sir? Now, doesn't that seem more polite? Yeah, no, it does. It does. I have to say you're right. Okay, so in lesson 22, we saw that the imperfect with conditionals. Okay, that one's a little shaky still. Okay, this one ain't bad. Like, just to recap, what do you mean when we say with conditionals? Well, we're really talking about conditional statements. Like where the outcome of an action is dependent on that of another. All right, all right. It's getting clearer. The rain is leaving. It's almost gone. But look, in order to remember this, I've got to forget something else. So maybe an example will help. (laughs) 
deseaba una bebida? With conditionals, it's like saying, did you want a drink? Instead of, instead of. Desearía una bebida. Would you like a drink? Okay, I get what you're saying, but I have to admit that I think I'll need to brush up on the conditional statements by listening to lower intermediate lessons 1 through 4, and also David and Megan's Iberian Lesson 25. Carlos, Carlos, if you can remember all those lessons where it appeared, why can't you remember how it's used? Well, it's very simple. The Grammar Bank in the Learning Center has a list of all the lessons that dealt with this topic. Now, just because I know which lessons dealt with it didn't mean I like really like got into the depth and like paid attention to them, really. All right, so... Check out the grammar bank as well. I know how at home you are there. No, I am, I am. You got it, I am. I, I will have to study it more. I didn't know it, but it was just something I didn't really understand. But I knew I was going to record today with you, so I waited with the question. All right, so do you remember our last lesson? Of course. We had the grudge nest between the imperfect and the preterite tense. Do you remember the difference? Well, I remember the main similarity. Which is? Well, the imperfect and the preterite tenses both express different ways of looking at past actions or events. Good. So they're both dealing with the past, but how do they differ? Okay, mainly, as we've said, the imperfect designates an action as going on in the past, but without any reference to its beginning or end. I'll take the explanation. Thanks. And the preterite? Well, the preterite is different altogether. The preterite tense designates an action as completed in the past, That's right? That's right. Now, I have the difference, but how about some examples? So let's move from theory to action. Okay. So imperfect. Cuando estaba en la universidad, estudiaba chino. Okay, so in English, that would be when I was at the university, I studied Chinese? We could say that in another way in English. Uh, when I was at the university, I used to study Chinese? Right. So we don't know how long you were at the university. Could have been four, or in your case, Carlos, eight. I really, really liked college. <laughs> so here's an example with the same subject, but in the preterite tense. All right, tell me. Ayer estudié chino. Yesterday I studied Chinese. So, here we know that I studied Chinese yesterday. Exactly. The action was completed yesterday. Thus the preterite. You know, I think you got the difference. So I think these differences were worth me spending a little time on. That's right, Carlos. Spend a little time and it'll pay off at the end. Sigamos con la formación verbal. That's right. Time to look at how to form verbs in the imperfect. First, we learn how the language works. And now, how to make it work for us. First up, the verb trabajar, to work. I'm ready when you are. So, just a couple of minor points to make here. Carlos, is trabajar a regular or irregular verb? Regular. Right. So, in forming the imperfect tense of the indicative mood for regular AR verbs, what are our endings? Aba. Abas, aba, abamos, abais, aban. Ready for trabajar? Vamos. Trabajar. To work. Yo trabajaba. I was working. Tú trabajabas. You were working. Él trabajaba. He was working. Nosotros trabajábamos. We were working. Vosotros trabajabais. You all were working. Ellos trabajaban. They were working. You know, Dylan... How about some examples with trabajar in the imperfect tense? Yo trabajaba en el centro. I used to work downtown. You know, I pity anybody who works in downtown San Jose. I mean, it took me like half an hour to get here, and I live up the street. And I have to go. It's amazing. Yeah, San Jose can be rough, but it's also a nice, colorful city if you go to the right neighborhoods. Is that what you call it? Hey. Colorful? 
Hey. <laughs> I'm just talking about downtown. I'm not talking about like Escasu and like over there, you know. Leave my Chepe Centro alone. I, I will. I noticed that when you say that, Chepe, the taxi drivers give you a cheaper fare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about another example? All right, here goes. Ella trabajaba con mi tío. It's not what you know, it's who you know. <laughs> she used to work with my uncle. Ustedes trabajaban duro hasta que terminaron el proyecto. You all were working hard until you finished the project. That's right. We always work hard here at SpanishPod101.com because we are very, very, very loyal to this project. Right, Dylan? Right. You know what? I think I got it. Now, what's the deal with the verb comer? Another regular ER verb. Nice. Yep. Well, let's see those forms then. All right, here goes. Comer. To eat. Yo comía. I was eating. Tú comías. You were eating. Él comía. He was eating. Nosotros comíamos. We were eating. Vosotros comíais. You all were eating. Ellos comían. They were eating. You know, Dylan, can we have a few examples of the verb comer in the imperfect tense? Of course. Comíamos mucho cuando yo era joven. We used to eat a lot when I was young. Yo, me too. I was a little butterball, man. Let me tell you. I was a little chubby boy. <laughs> I can tell. Ooh, that's, that's me, yo. All right, <laughs> Just that's, kidding. It's true. I got a little, little girl time, you know what I'm saying? It's all right. Just kidding. Here's another one. Ellos comían sopa cuando llegaron sus amigos. They were eating soup when their friends arrived. Okay, I have nothing to say about that one. Hey, maybe it was olla carne. That would be so good on a rainy day. What, a pot of meat? And vegetables and roots. <laughs> No, but it means pot of meat. I went through this whole big thing with Nati in the Costa Rica series, like, like, very creative. Pot of meat. Yeah, olla de carne. You're right. Turunt. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yo comía mucha grasa, pero ya cambié mi dieta. I used to eat a lot of fat, but now I changed my diet. So then you have a tasteless diet that really doesn't taste good hey, at all. And olive oil versus, like, all that fatty stuff. Like what, work. lard? Yes. <laughs> lard. Awesome lard. Nah, sorry, I understand. All right. So wait, just one more for today. Comprender. To understand. So what do I need to know about this one? No stem change. It's a regular verb. Nice. You know what? I really like irregular verbs. I really do like them. Okay. Well, let's go with this one. Comprender. To understand. Yo comprendía. I used to understand. Tú comprendías. You used to understand. Él comprendía. He used to understand. Nosotros comprendíamos. We used to understand. Vosotros comprendíais. You all used to understand. Ellos comprendían. They used to understand. And you know what? To finish this off, let's put the verb comprender in context with some examples of it in the imperfect tense. No comprendíamos las lecciones. We were not understanding the lessons. Until we downloaded the PDF from the Learning Center at SpanishPod101.com and listened to us on repeat as I was driving in my car. Así es. All right, here's another one. Yo comprendía el inglés... Pero no podía hablarlo. I used to understand English, but I wasn't able to speak it. You know, that's a very common, common excuse when people are learning languages. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people in my family, like, you speak Spanish? I understand, but I don't know how to speak. It's like they're shy. It's like they don't understand. They're just like, uh, I just no, don't know no, how to speak. No, it's, no, it's shy. People are shy to make a mistake. Yeah, that's true. I think that's what it is. All right. ¿Ustedes comprendían lo que decía mi abuela? Did you all used to understand what my grandmother would say? Not at all, and I would just <laughs> smile and nod. Especially when you talked about that saying about where two eat, three eat. What does that mean? I'd be like, see, sí. and just smile and nod my head. See, sí. that's right. What does that mean, woman? I have no idea. Bueno, entonces, hasta luego, audience. Yo, I love the Spanglish. Yo, be good out there, Power 101 world.